And I would like to welcome you to Fellowshipping Through the Word, where we rightly divide the word of truth. Today we're going to continue our study from last week's message, Foundational Faith. So this will be Foundational Faith Part 2. So first we want to have a quick review from last week. And we came from the book of Romans, Romans chapter 10, verse 9, a very familiar passage. Uh, and it states, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, you will be saved. So that is the entry into salvation, confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart. So that belief will be your seed toward faith. And so we had another scripture that goes along with it coming from Colossians chapter 2 and verse 6. And I'll simply paraphrase it. And it says, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk you in him. So that's the foundation of our faith. Uh, confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart. That's how you get your healing. You confess it with your mouth and you believe it in your heart. That's how you get your breakthrough. You confess it with your mouth and you believe it in your heart. And Colossians reminds us, uh, Colossians chapter 2 and verse 6, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. So that's the way we get uh, every breakthrough from confessing and believing and going in that direction for faith without works is dead. It's not claim it and blame it, uh, blab it and grab it, but there's something we have to do. We have to walk by faith and not by sight. So that brings us to faith. So Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20 says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I but Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live, get this, I live by the faith of the Son of God, not your faith, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me. So if you are born again, your faith is strong enough to raise the dead. If you're born again, your faith is strong enough to get your breakthrough. If you're born again, because we're using the faith of the Son of God. And so if you don't see it come to pass, know that it's working. Tell your neighbor it's working. It is working. All right. So now we're going to continue now. We want to go back to that Galatians chapter 5 and verse 6, which says, faith works by love. So we want to have our love walk intact when we're praying. We want to forgive others. We want to forgive folk who have hurt us. We want to forgive them. That opens the door to our faith. Faith works by love. So if you go to John chapter 13 and verse 35, it says, By this all men or all people will know that you are my disciple that you have love one for another. So we want to increase our love walk. We want to recognize this is what Jesus has brought in to bring in the change. 
amen, that, that moved us from commandments, that moved us from works of the flesh, that moved us from those things. Now we have the love principle operating and faith works by love. Faith works by love. It continues to work over and over and over again, keeping in mind that we're using the faith of the Son of God. So if you feel like you have weak faith, don't worry, because Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20 lets us know that we're using the faith of the Son of God. If you have your Bibles or your laptop or your phone or whatever you have, follow me in the scripture to Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13. And we're going to see more on this love principle and what we have because of love. Romans chapter 13. And we're going to start with verse 8. And it says, Oh, no man anything but to love one another. For he that loveth another has fulfilled the law. Did you get that? Owe no man anything but to love one another. For he that loveth another has fulfilled the law. So you walk in love, you automatically fulfill the commandments. And we're going to find out why. Verse 9 says, For this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, or if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended or fulfilled in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. That is such a relief. Love is the fulfillment of the law. We don't have to walk in commandments. We don't have to try to do all. If we walk in love, we won't steal. We won't kill. We won't bear false witness. And verse 10 says, Love works no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. There it is again. Love is the fulfilling of the law. And verse 11 says, And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of our sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than we believe. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Isn't that awesome? Love is the armor of light and Jesus is the light. So Jesus' armor is love. And so our armor is love. Isn't that awesome? So faith works by love. And then we see now that we don't have to worry about the commandments anymore because we have, we're now under a new covenant. Are you still with me? We are now under a new covenant and that covenant is of love. So if we go to Hebrews chapter 8, Hebrews chapter 8, we're going to see that we're under a new covenant as well as we just seen in Romans chapter 13, Hebrews chapter 8 promises and those the better way of fulfilling the law is in love for if that first covenant 
had been faultless, then should no place have been sought for the second. For finding fault with them, he said, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they continued not. That's why he said the commandments are no good. The commandments were perfect, but we are not. And we couldn't keep the commandments. He said, they continued not in my covenant, and I regarded them not, saith the Lord. And so that is a part of the plan why Jesus came to make it possible for everyone to be able to be born again, to be saved, and to be able to walk in a covenant that they could fulfill every day. And that covenant is walking in love, not by the commandments. It's walking in love. And, and it wasn't that something was wrong with the commandments. The problem was with us. We couldn't keep them. Not 24-7. We couldn't keep them. So Jesus came and made a way. That's why he made salvation so easy so that um, no everyone could be saved. He doesn't wish that any should um, have damnation in their life. So he made it easy enough for everyone who would believe to be saved. And then walking in love, just in case you couldn't keep the commandments, he made it so everyone could fulfill what was needed. And so we need to know how God feels about us, that he's not mad at us. He said he wished above all that we prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospers. He said he wished above all things, all things that we prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospers. And so we need to know how God feels about us. He's not trying to make us pay for a sin. He's not trying to teach us a lesson through hard times, but he wants us to prosper. And he even said a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So he himself is not double-minded. And I have something to say that you may not have heard before, but you can't make God mad at you. That's what I said. And yes, we are going to go to the scripture because he chose to love us. He chose it. And we are going to go to the scripture where he swore that he would never be mad at us again, nor would he be uh, rebuke us, turn away from us. If you have your Bible still, we want to go to Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 54. Isaiah chapter 54. And we're going to start with verse 8. And it says, In a little wrath I hid my face from thee. Talking about during the times of the commandments. He said a little while because to God... A day is of a thousand years and a thousand years of a day. In a little wrath, I hid my face from you for a moment. But with everlasting kindness, everlasting kindness, 
everlasting kindness. Will I have mercy on you, said the Lord, thy Redeemer. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I will not be mad with thee, nor rebuke thee. Oh my goodness, did you get that? Did you? I mean, it's hard to believe, especially if you've never heard it before, that God has chosen. We all know about how he swore that uh, the waters wouldn't cover the earth anymore from Noah. He swore about that, and he's so serious about that that he said the same thing about being mad at us or rebuking us. He said, with everlasting kindness will he draw us, draw us to him. With everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord. See, this is who we are, and this is the covenant that we are now walking under. God is not trying to make us pay for any sin. It's the thief, the devil, that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and that you might have life more abundantly. So anything bad comes in your life is from the devil or maybe from something that we have done, but it's not from God. It's not from God. He said he wished above all that we prosper and be in hell. I know I'm being repetitive, but we need to get saturation in us. The same thing over and over and over again to the point that we believe it. This concludes our teaching on Foundational Faith Part 2. I hope it has been a blessing to you. Please stay tuned for Part 3 coming up next on Fellowshipping Through the Word.